0: If you care about clean air, water, and food, and you want to see social justice for everyone, this podcast is for you. Green Divas Maxine Margot and Megan McWilliams and Green Dude Wayne Bouchard are going to dig in and try to make sense of the current political scene, especially as it relates to climate change, pollution, and human rights. We are not political pundits. We are deeply concerned citizens, alarmed by the state of our government. We will try to offer rational commentary and solutions, amplifying positive news as often as possible. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to another wonderful episode of GDP. And that could stand for either Green Divas or Green Dudes
1: politics or, Max? Gross domestic politics.
0: Dun, 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 dun.
1: And it's been pretty gross. (laughs) It's
0: been wickedly. So I quickly will introduce our unpundits. I am Green Diva Meg.
2: I'm Green Diva Max. And I'm Green Dude Wayne.
0: I thought it was Green Diva Wayne. No, no, no. (laughs) no. just can't do it. We're just J-K-L-O-L. Are we J-K-L-O-L? So, like, the atmosphere out there is so toxic as we go into these midterms, and there's so much violence and violent talk, hate rhetoric, that we thought we would do a show to talk about hate on the rise. And what can we do to counteract it? Like, holy hateness, Batman.
1: Wow. We, we just have so much going on here to the degree that I've never seen in my lifetime. I mean, things were pretty bad in various decades, but this is taking a whole new level of, of literal insanity and real quick, I
0: just want to let everybody know that Max is calling from Studio Qua, Studio Q. Right. GD, yep. GD Studio Q. And uh, Wayne and I are in GD Studio P.
1: Yes. Studio <laughs> P. Mind your P's and Q's. That's what it means. That's what it means. If man. we all minded our P's and Q's, we wouldn't be in this conundrum.
2: This is a very heavy subject, so why don't we start it off on a light note and then get heavier and heavier as time goes on
1: okay. so
2: on on that uh, on that tone, I suggest that megan green diva Megan read a quote from a great twenty first century philosopher, Yoda.
0: Because uh, from time to time, I do the Yoda voice, so I will do my best here. Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Stick with your day job, Meg.
2: (laughs) You're not going to be... A a Yoda
0: Yoda (laughs) imitator?
2: Yeah, no, no.
0: Okay, so... Hope is on the rise, domestic terrorism is, I mean, this last week we had three,
2: non- You said one. hope.
1: You said hope hate. is on the rise. That's a positive thing. <laughs> okay, hope Freudian is on, slip. Isn't hope is on the rise. Well, that was actually good because we really have hope that maybe next week things will change. But unfortunately, hate is on the rise.
0: Right, so I guess what I, I misread and Freudian slipped was that hate is on the rise. And uh, just last week, we had three hate crimes, really, you know, large scale in one instance and just appalling in every instance.
1: They were horrific. And, and all of the three incidents are tied together by by one theme, that, that is hate. These, these people who uh, just... I can't imagine what's, what's in their minds, but what happened was last week, uh, last Saturday, 11 Jewish congregants, uh, were murdered, uh, while in the tree of life temple in Pittsburgh, it brought out vigils and communities all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and in the States, uh, I, I just want to read one quote that was in, uh, Hauretz, which is a, a publication, which is, uh, um, in in israeli and this was the american version of that publication and it was a young lady who said uh, in pittsburgh i'm not jewish i'm actually catholic but i grew up here and it's everybody's town and it's diverse and everybody is one so we're all feeling it it doesn't matter what religion you are it's hate beyond description yeah so and, and we said there were three incidents so the other two one involved a shooting of two innocent African-Americans while they were shopping in a Kroger's supermarket in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, this person who committed this act, heinous act, uh, tried to go into a church prior to that, and the doors were locked, couldn't get in, and decided, well, let me go into a Kroger's and just shoot the first couple of uh, African-Americans I see. Yeah. Uh, again, there's nothing you can say other than we've all gone insane. I mean, he's a lot, not, I don't know. And then to add to the madness, because this is madness. This is to the point of madness. Um, 13 pipe bombs were mailed to prominent Democrats, including Presidents Barack Obama uh, and Bill Clinton, uh, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Vice President Joe Biden, Senators Cory Booker and Kamala Harris, Congresswoman Maxine Waters and Debbie Wasserman Schultz, The media outlet CNN. John Brennan, former CIA director, he was sent the mail bomb at CNN headquarters in in New York. James Clapper, former director of national intelligence, was also sent a package to CNN. Um, And also packages were sent to Democratic philanthropist George Soros. He was the first one to get this, this nailed pipe bomb. And then Tom Steyer and in addition to that um actor robert de niro who's uh you know yeah, he's not a, a trump,
0: not
1: not a trump fan <laughs> yet you know they try to turn it around saying that it was this was all play, <laughs> democrats that that did this did it to themselves so they would bring it out i mean The stuff, the conspiracy that they're going, you know, on with this, this, it's it's
0: insane. Until they caught the man and you see his van with all the crazy stickers and things that he put on there. Right. Clearly. And by the way, all of the perpetrators of these, or at least the alleged, because nobody's been convicted of any crimes yet. Right. All of these are white, middle-aged or, you know, white men. Right. Just saying. Right.
1: Well, they're all... I'm going to say it out loud, white supremacists. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Let's let's put it out there um, because that seems to be the M.O. of all of the the three of these people.
0: But with all of this talk about these scary immigrant invasion, the caravan, whatever, all this terror about, you know, they're they're coming up here to basically murder us all. Mm -hmm. It's not foreign terrorists that are causing the bulk of the problems. Right, with it's these do-
1: types of incidences, it's domestic terrorism. Just and, saying. Yeah, I mean, and and where is this all coming from? You know, where it's been boiling up for decades, obviously, but new this administration with the he who shall not be named is bringing out <laughs> the worst of everything. You know, and so in
0: that in that vein, of course, if you've been on social media this week at all. God bless you, because it's not easy. There's just a lot of divisive rhetoric going on. And in mm-hmm. between, there's you know baby pictures and meals of people, people's favorite yeah. meals. But I had this interaction with someone who, they were appalled at the politicizing of the synagogue massacre the day after. He thought it was outrageous that Dems would call out, he who shall not be named, for his hateful rhetoric. He felt that Dems were equally to blame, and I was like, no, nah, sorry, not buying it. It's like this crazy-making conundrum, you know, where, where they scream fake news. Everybody screams fake news, and I just, I, I don't know. So then Trump tweeted on Sunday, there was a great anger in our country caused in part by inaccurate and even fraudulent reporting of the news, the fake news news media the true enemy of the people must stop the open and obvious hostility and report the news accurately and fairly that will do much to put out the flame i thought well he's got a lot of nerve isn't he like the primary flame fanner
2: you know so i went back to um to see what what one of our um founding fathers said about uh, the news media and I found this um, article by Thomas Jefferson. And Jefferson said the people are the only censors of their governors. And even their errors will tend to keep these to the true principles of their institutions. To punish these errors too severely would be to suppress the only safeguard of public liberty. The basis of our government being the opinion of its people the very first object should be to keep that right and were it left to me to decide whether we should have government without newspapers or newspapers without a government i should not hesitate a moment to prefer the latter but i should mean that every man and woman should receive those papers and be capable of reading them and then uh, we have to we have to understand the context in which Jefferson wrote this. He wrote this on the eve of the outbreak of the French Revolution Was when he was in France. And Jefferson said that they, that they have divided the nation into two contending classes where the government were like wolves who devoured the wealth of the people who were like sheep. Jefferson warned that all governments, even the new American government, of which they themselves were members unless checked by a knowledgeable citizenry, would inevitably become wolves.
1: Oh, God, that
0: is really profound. Wow.
1: That's the thing. We're, we we are the check. Right. You know, but it's not coming through. The majority of the people of this nation do not want this. This is a third of this country, which is a minority, even though it's a third. It's still not all of us. Right. And And they're just... The compassion and empathy, where is it? Love versus hate. Love is love is love is love, you know. And and it's just mind-boggling as to how these groups, you know, are just going haywire right now. They just came out. From, they were boiling under, as I said, and they just, it just, whatever they do now, it's like they don't really go unpunished. I mean, these guys were caught, you know, they were caught, and, and now they're going to you know hopefully pay the price in some way. Well, I think
0: but... I think there's a culture from the top down uh that is permissive of hateful rhetoric. Uh, I I see our president as someone who does not really work to quell. He might pay a little lip service cuz he's being forced to by by his staff, but I think for the most part he goes to these rallies with his base, and it seems what I'm hearing is really not about finding ways to come together. <laughs> In other words,
2: well, oh. it's it seems as though um, the president has has kind of taken the lid off of Pandora's box. Thank you.
0: That's probably the right. best way to put it.
2: I I just recently read that there are over nine hundred organized hate groups in america today it's uh you know let's look at it it's fear of the other you know we have these groups you know we have the in group and the out group that whole theory is if uh if we feel threatened or marginalized politically or otherwise by uh outsiders let's say you know the marginalized people uh feel themselves to be on the outside, by the elite liberals, the immigrants, the blacks, the Muslims, or Jews. So they instinctively turn to their group for their very survival. You know, and hate is driven by, you know, these two key emotions, love and aggression. So you love your group that you're in, and you hate the group of outsiders. Well, Um, I I
0: think hate is driven by fear,
2: primarily, no? Yes. And and, um, let's look at... um, Let's take a look at the president. You know, the antidote to hate is compassion. Self-compassion means that we accept ourselves, and lack of compassion allows you to keep hate in your heart for all as well as yourselves. You know, Trump has no empathy. He only sees winning as the issue. To win at all costs, everyone in that caravan is a pawn in Trump's chess game. You know, all he cares about is winning. Winning is the issue, and that's diverting our attention away from the other issues, which is uh, that he's losing. And he's losing the battle on pre-existing conditions for health care, the failed tax cuts that, uh, you know, threaten us with this enormous deficit. And um, it's bound to seriously impact our economy. So it's a diversionary tactic. He has no empathy. Look what he said His immediate reaction to the shooting in Pittsburgh was that they should have had armed guards at the door. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. Blame the victims.
2: Not, you know, it was the fault of the synagogue. It wasn't the the fault of our gun-crazed system. It was the fault of the synagogue for not having armed guards at the door. Where is the man's empathy? he has well, none
1: he, he said he, well he he can be it's a quote from when he was campaigning he said and i'm quoting i can stand in the middle of 5th avenue and shoot somebody <laughs> and not lose any voters yeah uh, just right there uh, above the law above anything there's there's nothing There's just nothing there well it's it's fascinating
0: to me because so many of the people that seem to be on the far right. They claim that they're constitutionalists, and you know they're they're trying to follow the will of the founders. I mean, certainly when it comes to the Second Amendment, they claim that it's it's our constitutional right to have guns or whatever, whether it's context or not. But yeah. I but I heard a quote this morning. Uh, I think it was this morning on NPR. Uh, they were quoting George Washington. When he wrote a letter and then subsequently visited with Jefferson, the first Jewish congregation in this country, which was up in Rhode Island.
1: At Toro Synagogue. I've been there. I had sent something out as well to a lot of my friends this week about that letter because I had seen it.
0: Well, you know, he quotes the the Bible's Old Testament, which which would have been relevant uh, to everyone. It says, everyone shall sit in safety under his own vine and fig tree, and there shall be none to make him afraid. And then he continues, for happily the government of the United States gives to bigotry no sanction, no persecution, no assistance, requires only that they who live under its protection should demean themselves as good citizens in giving it on all occasions their effectual support.
1: Right, this this the 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 Toro you know synagogue in Rhode Island is is the oldest synagogue in in the in the continental U.S. Uh, the second one being in Saint John in the Caribbean, interestingly enough. But this this letter, this uh the 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 Toro synagogue was the one to put into George Washington's head freedom of religion, and it and it uh put into his head also uh that. Constitution, you know the the First Amendment um, would be, you know, freedom of religious religion, and of course also freedom of the press was in there, but this all came from a Judaic perspective that we have freedom of religion in the United States, yeah. and then for this to happen in 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 Pittsburgh and for the anti Semitism that's rising,
0: so there are clearly many reasons why we all need to participate in our democracy. And we all need to get out and vote. If you haven't already, we have already. And here are just a couple of issues that we feel are important. Uh, We hope that you do too. One of them is health care, of course. And Wayne mentioned uh, pre-existing conditions among other reasons why we need to protect certain aspects of health care that are under fire, including Medicare and Medicaid.
1: Oh, w- women's reproductive rights is oh, in there as huge, well. Oh, huge, huge. Uh, it's a I, huge issue. Don't so.
2: don't you find it amazing that um, a lot of these folks that are running for re-election that have voted, I, I'm not sure how many times, but numerous times to uh, repeal Obamacare, all of a sudden, they're four protecting pre-existing conditions in our health care
0: plan. No, they're protecting their seats and yeah, is right. what they're doing. <laughs> they're protecting their butts. And they're probably lying. And then we, I'm going to run through these kind of quickly only because I want us to move on to some of the solutions, which, you know, voting is a the primary one we want to emphasize. But gun control, of course. You know, mm-hmm. a new study found that gun – And and by the way, Max did most of this research <laughs> – I'm just giving it credit there for all this homework you did. It's okay. There
1: there was yeah, gun control is a, is a, is a huge issue and and um it's affecting kids the most and I mean, I'm not going to get into the, the 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 most depressed group of individuals in this country are the Gen Zs. Yeah. And one of the main reasons is they're afraid to go to school cuz they're afraid there's going to be an active shooter. And if you have a kid in school now, and 75 74% of parents agree there was a survey taken about this. Why are they not screaming? Why yeah. are they not going bonkers about having to send their kid to school, having active shooter drills and having psychological effects from it?
0: And then there's hate, just hate crimes, which we mentioned that, you know, but, the, but there are some statistics. Well, one of the statistics that we didn't mention was all this caravan and this, this, this caravan of terror, according to our president, He's, right. he's now, it was 5,000 troops he was sending down, which sounded ridiculous for primarily women and children and families. It's now he's talking about trying to send 15,000 troops. I The expense is immense, by the way, to do that. Right. Well, sure. And then not to mention, we are green divas and green dudes after all that climate change is a huge issue on the block that we... We really need some balance in government in order to protect certain things. The World Health Organization, speaking of kids again, says around 93 percent of kids under 15 around the world, which is about 1.8 billion kids, are breathing toxic air. And this administration and their diabolical (laughs) plans, as far as I'm concerned, uh, are not going to help those kids. And that's just one of like many, 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 many statistics. So right. the the things that we wanted to put out there as ways to counteract the hate and to counteract it, particularly in this very, very volatile political... And, and Wayne, um, you mentioned we heard this morning that there was a new... Uh, I just want to put this out there. There's a new poll that's talking about uh, how people are feeling about the pol- political environment we're in.
2: Well, since um, you stole all of Max's thunder, and she too has the results of this new NPR Maris poll, um, Max, why don't you uh, share it with us?
1: Sure. Uh, well, the the latest this is as of today. Uh, NPR PBS Maris poll says eighty percent of voters are concerned that lack of civility in Washington will lead to violence. Or acts of terror, we've already seen it. It's happening. I don't think it's leading to. It's already there. Um, yeah. A lot believe. Forty-two percent believe the president is to blame, in some form, uh, and twenty-five to thirty-three percent think it's the media. Uh, Trump's approval rating has dipped to forty-one percent. I can't even believe forty-one percent. Yeah, that seems high. Uh, I mean, <laughs> um, that's just me. Or fifty-two disapprove and and 39 percent strongly disapprove uh you know this is this is just a, a bit of this but you you can see where where this is all leading and where this is all heading right. people just don't you know i i think it's going to be this midterm election is going to boil down to the independent voters and the millennials which are the largest voting block of any block now they well. superseded the Boomers, they are now the largest block uh, uh, who are eligible to vote. Uh, a lot of kids have, you know, through the, uh, the Parkland students. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, also Taylor Swift, uh, who got a lot of kids to register uh, after her uh, Instagram, you know, uh, that you got to get out and vote and register, which which they say could be leaning Tennessee in a different direction could you imagine Taylor Swift, (laughs) you know,
0: shifting Tennessee, that would be shifting
1: Tennessee. I mean, just, just think about that. But, you know, there are, there are things we need to do. We need to get out and make our voices heard. We need to go to the polls and don't get dissuaded to, to go by what's, you know, saying they're saying that people's votes are not going to count people. You know, there's been a lot of voter suppression. That's true. But if, there's more of us. There are more of us, uh, and right. if we, they can't mess with overwhelming amounts of of votes. They can mess with smaller amounts of votes, but once you hit over the ten thousand vote, yeah, they're not going to be able to to mess with that.
0: We have to, you know, kind of wrap up a little bit. But I know we all have things we want to say, so before we even get to each of our kind of closing things. I wanna run down these solutions and voting of course is why we spend so much time on that is an utmost of uh our minds right now because you gotta do it. You just have to do it. And in addition to that, you can donate, you can donate to causes.
2: Well, I I, I was just thinking that, you know, we have probably donated more money to this election than any other election in the last 30 years.
0: Oh, I think the campaign budgets of some of these midterm, smaller, you know, congressional things are huge. Uh, Probably record breaking. Anyway, and if you can't donate or you've already done that, uh, give time. Give time, donate to organizations that mean something to you that may need help right now, environmental, social justice, or maybe political. Educate yourself. I think there's nothing more important right now to counteract all this screaming about fake news than making sure that when you are talking about a subject, you have credible information that you're using and data. Always be civil. You know, out there in the world, on Facebook, (laughs) wherever you encounter someone who thinks differently than you, try to accept that you're not going to necessarily change their mind, calmly give your opinion if you need to but always be civil and try not to make it personal but i and i think there are times when we should keep our mouths shut but there are right. many, many times that we should not be silent in the face of hatred or lies i think we have to be mindful about how and when we speak up but i i believe we do need to speak up and i think there have been times when in this in the The spirit of peace, I've said, okay, Meg, just keep your mouth shut and don't get involved. Right. But there have been times when I thought, no, this is such a blatant lie, and it's so big, and it's so out there that I have to put my two cents in. I don't know whether anybody will hear it or not, but
1: hey, there you go. If you need information about who's on your ballot and what the issues are, you can go to vote411.org. It's the League of Women Voters. You can go online. They have a voter's guide for your district, your area, of who's running, what their platforms are. And that's how you can educate yourself and know who to vote for. It's a very helpful tool. And you can also go to com to get some more information.
0: Yeah, not going to lie. We did our, uh, our our mail-in ballot because we're going to be away. And I was unprepared for some of the smaller local things.
1: Right, my mom, who's ninety nine, put her ballot in as well. Ruthie, go Ruthie. Which is, you know, I, I, uh, it, it, you know, I was talking to her and I gave her all the information. She understood everything and um, she goes, "I'm just voting across the Dems." It's like, <laughs> go girl! <laughs> she, I'm just voting the Dems across. That's my mom. That's <laughs> Ruthie. So Wayne, know. Wayne was very
0: inspired this past weekend. We had an opportunity to. Check off one of our bucket list uh, items, which was to go to Monticello, the home of Thomas Jefferson. Uh, it's very inspiring for many reasons. You know, of course, as the one of the founders of this democracy and and framers, but but as a green diva, he also has an amazing farm and all that. Anyway, so the whole thing was kind of cool. But Wayne, you got inspired by all of that and things that are going on, and you wrote something. Pretty powerful, and I'd like you to read it.
2: Well, I was thinking of um, you know some of the things that Jefferson had written, and um, and I was also contemplating one of our president's most often used quotes, and I um, I came up with the greatness of America. Our Creator has endowed all of us with the rights of freedom, whether you be a senator or a refugee, a soldier or a prostitute, you are a free person. The Muslim engineer, or the Jewish moving man, the Catholic plumber, or the Hindu landscaper, the Christian checkout clerk, all of these enjoy the same rights of freedom. No matter your skin color, religion, or your country of origin, nor your birthplace, shall differentiate one person from the other. Lady Liberty stands tall in our harbor and says to all, give me your tired, your poor, yeah, your huddled masses learning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Then the Liberty Bell adorns the home of the Declaration of Independence, and it rings out loud for the homeless, the luckless, the abandoned and forsake. The bell tolls for the poet and the painter and all the incarcerated strung out souls, the teachers, the cops, the single moms nourishing the next genius to invent that which we can't imagine, which may save all of our sorry butts. These tired and weary souls fled their nations as thieves, scoundrels, and religious outcasts to journey to the colonies and form a single tolerant nation that welcomed all from everywhere to give rise to these revolutionary ideas of freedom and liberty for all people. No leader or government can alter that liberty, nor can they interfere with the teachings of all faiths to be free to love each other as we wish to be loved by others. That is what makes America great.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode of GD Politics. We really do want to hear from you. Please find us at thegreendivas.com or write to us, politics at thegreendivas.com. Otherwise, you'll hear and see us in all the regular places. Meanwhile, stay positive, get active, and whatever you do, please exercise your right to vote in every election.